entertain you on a giant screen with a few colorful motion pictures you've been hearing about and reading it's about. It's showtime, folks. Enjoy the show. We're delighted to have you with us. They're driving theater. You'll find something to please you to add to your evening's enjoyment. It's pleased to bring you our Fifi feature presentation. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Drive-In Speaker Box Podcast. I am your host, Bo, the Boom Operator. I'm Slick Doggy, the Grip. And it is uh, the 28th of August, 2023. If you are tuned in to this, the audio-only version of this podcast, uh, I'm going to apologize for there not being one last week, and then I'm going to apologize again for the one before that sounding like garbage. Uh, I did not realize it once I had uh, uploaded it, but I had a viewer email us and say, hey, something sounded really weird about it, and I thought maybe it might have been the, um, you know, the, 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 the air conditioner or something, but when I actually, um, like, looked into it, uh, it was indeed uh, system failure. We were, things were out of whack, and it sounded like crap, so uh, we're back. All systems are go, and we're here in the studio talking to you about movies, so uh, shout-outs to Tony over at YouTube saying, what up, you guys? Hey, what's going on right back at you? And, of course, shout-outs to everybody over on Twitch who's been joining us for the past half hour for the Twitch pre-show. Uh, if you guys are just listening to the audio version of this, you can get in on the action live every time, Monday night, 8 o'clock Central Standard Time, on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Jump in the comments. This is an interactive show. We record it live. It's um, But unlike Bill O'Reilly, we can do it. Mm. Uh, we can do it live and not have a problem with it. So... Anyway, all right. Well, um, I didn't get a chance to see a whole lot of movies this week. Same. Uh, it wasn't a huge, big release movie week, uh, and I was just kind of busy. And I tried to go see the Jurassic Park 3D re-release. I did see that it was 30th anniversary Jurassic Park. And it apparently did pretty well in theaters, even though here it was like showing maybe one show a night, and that wasn't really great. So I didn't get to get a chance to see it. It played on just over uh, 1,200 movie screens and ended up on the 14th place in the box office. Um, it was it was sad that I missed it, but um, they only showed it like I think it was here Saturday and Friday night at seven o'clock showings, and that's it. And I the Jurassic Park, yeah, and I can't. Uh, they did one yesterday in the middle of the day. Uh, I was busy yesterday too. Gotta gotta have more than one show a day. For us people that are busy. But um, that was fun. I mean, life found a way. Made them mm. some more money at the box office. So uh, big shout-outs to Jurassic Park for, you know, showing that, that that good movies can still hold their feet in theaters. And I think that, you know, they got They Live that's coming out in theaters, what, next weekend? I think is, is They yeah, Live. sometime soon. Yeah, the Fathom event. Uh, this is something that you guys, like, I, I, I really think that, going and seeing these old movies especially when they get to get up in the top 20 movies in America I mean, hell sometimes in the top 10 that that shows studios it gives them a big a big sign that um, making good movies is still important um, you know one of the things I wanted to talk about this week before we dive into the news which I guess we could jump into uh, the starting off the news of all the movies that got announced that were getting pushed back because of the strikes 
And oh man, <sighs> every one of them, huh? Basically, uh, you know, uh, they had the animated Lord of the Rings film. The War of the Rohirrim is is getting pushed back. Challenge is getting pushed. Godzilla is getting pushed back. Dune. Well, getting pushed back. Yeah, and some worse than others. The uh, the War of the Rohirrim is moved from April to December of next year. And uh, Godzilla vs. Kong, it only moved from March to April. But then Dune went from being uh, November of this year to March of next year. Well, and this is really shitty because, you know, yes, it's because of the strike. No, it's not because these people are striking. You know, it's not their fault. Like, just pay these people. Um, this is the studios using movie releases and weaponizing their releases to gain leverage in the strike. You know, I have some people all the time that are asking me, like, what am I supposed to do? You know, should I not go to the theater? Should I, like, boycott movies because of the strike? And it's like, if you go to the theater and you see these new releases, you are showing studios that people are willing to pay for these things and you sh- and it has value. If you wait for it to come out on streaming where they don't have to report any of that data, how much money they're making, you're letting the studios win. They're gaining more ground. So it is better for these studios to not have these movies in theaters while there's a strike because uh, they're taking it's taking away some good leverage from the people that are actually striking to say, "Hey, look, these are worthwhile things. You need to pay us. These things are making you money." But if it goes to streaming, they can't prove that these things are making them money. Well, and I'm curious why the War of the Rohirrim got pushed back. Because it's animated, and it's being done by uh, Kenji Kamiyama, right? So I imagine that it's mostly being done in Japan or something like that, right? Well, I think the prob- part of the problem is the writers... A lot of the advertisers, a lot of the bloggers, a lot of the people that are writing about films are not advertising for them. Well, and but uh, the, the the strike that's going on here, mm-hmm, I'm trying to mm-hmm. figure out how it affects Japan. So is it only being released later on in Japan or is Warner Brothers putting like the big hold on it like entirely? Let's uh, see. Yeah, I don't have any news on that. Uh, so is it, like, I'm trying to figure out if it's just the U.S. release because of that. But also, at the same time, since it's being released in December, that'll be the same as all the previous live-action Lord of the Rings movies. And Weta Workshop has a video game that's being released at the same time. So there will be a lot of Lord of the Ringsy stuff for December of next year. Right on. Um, well, and, and how, how what do you feel about the new Lord of the Rings thing? Are you, like, excited about it? Or? This animated one, yeah, of course. Sounds cool. Uh, Kenji Kamiyama is the dude that did uh, things that you would be familiar with. Blood, The Last Vampire. I do like that one. Uh, he did some Cyborg 009 movies. Very uh, cool stuff. And he, uh, he wrote and directed both of those uh, and did uh, Ghost in the Shell stuff. And uh, he did one of the Star Wars Visions anime things that Disney Plus I didn't did. see any of that one. Yeah, he wrote and directed that. So he, uh, and I think the Ghost in the Shell he did was Standalone Complex, which is getting its own movie. Really? Yeah. Seems a little late, but well, okay. Uh, it's a, the, what was it? Was it Charlize Theron that was in the Ghost in the so Shell? So that's the live action. The, there's an, a new anime movie. Okay, well, that's okay. Uh, and it's just a uh, compilation of the Netflix anime uh, its second season and then they're adding extra stuff and adding tidbits to explain things that yeah, that sounds kind of fun fans didn't get in that season so I just don't don't make me another ghost and show live action just please don't I don't want that 
I want that. Nobody I didn't mind that, that movie, right? It Just wasn't the, bad. It, sh- it should have been called not Ghost in the Shell. I, How was it not Ghost in the Shell, though? I don't know. It just didn't... Th- I think that the, the 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 thing that I love most about Ghost in the Shell is is it's kind of like the same thing that I love most about uh, Akira is just the setting and the city and the the all. It the, wasn't cyberpunky enough. Yeah, I think that it wasn't was like futuristicy enough. It was well, it wasn't gritty enough. It wasn't. It was very polished to me. It didn't seem really? they were in like. I know. Flooded streets of Hong Kong. Oh, you right. I think it was Scarlett Johansson. Or was it Scarlett Johansson? What am I thinking of? Uh, yeah, what'd you Tim, say? Tim's, oh. Tim just pointed out that it was ScarJo was in Ghost of the Shell. I said it was Charlize Theron. She what was, was that in, other movie? Uh, was, that's what I'm thinking of right now. There was two of them that came out about the same time after X-Men. And, uh, and she, they had that hair. That's why you're thinking about, about Atomic it. Blonde? Aeon Flux. That's yeah, what it was. there it is. Yeah. Aeon Flux. That movie sucked. Thank you, Tim. Um, yeah, I was getting those crossed, crossed in my mind. Uh, now that I'm thinking back, oh. I didn't mind the Scar Joe Ghost in the Shell. I right. was thinking the Charlize Theron Aeon Flux. It wasn't bad. The only thing that uh, that messed up the Ghost in the Shell movie was that everyone's like, I don't think that the main character should be a white person. It's like I remember reviewing the this main now. character was never meant to be a white person. I remember or this never clearly. meant to be a not white person or whatever. We talked about it on the show, yeah, and that yeah. was the thing. Is everyone's like, like, it should have been a Japanese girl. It's like really why? Explain that. Have yeah. you ever read the comic? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, has, it had no context of yeah. her being. Well, she has uh, a Japanese name. It's in the future. Yeah. Cyberpunk, everything, everyone. Everything. Has a it's name. all new yen. Everything's Japanese related. Yeah, but uh, they're getting a new movie animated. Comes out in 30 theaters in Japan this year, uh, late November on the 23rd, uh, and then we'll hit streaming services sometime later. And then, you know what? Talking about going to the theater and things like we did at the top of the show and animes, things for. Fans of anime such as yourself, uh, five classic anime movies. Don't do it. That's not me. I'm talking about things that you like. Uh, five thing, five classic anime movies are coming back to the theaters in the U.S., which includes Perfect Blue, Paprika. Oh, those are all so good. And Tokyo Godfathers. Those are all uh, those directed are all s- by Satoshi Kon. Tokyo Godfathers is really sad. And but, then... Well, actually, they're all really sad, but they're really good. Well... We're, hey, thanks, Velvet Santa. Then we're also getting the Cowboy Bebop movie and the original Wait, the Ghost o- in the Shell. The original Cowboy Bebop movie? Oh, there's only one that I know of. I mean, it's getting re-released. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, these okay. are all coming back in theaters. Yeah, okay, like, cool. Yeah, those are all great. Yeah, but the original Ghost in the Shell animated movie oh, is going to be in the theater. Oh, that's going to be good. Yeah, that, I it, guess like, that on a big theater screen in 8K with Dolby Through big the sound. success of like Ghibli Fest, which happens every summer, like Clockwork now, I figure, you know, I, I, and how the past year has shown um, studios that, you know, with the success of like the Demon Slayer movie, and some of the Dragon Ball Z's getting re- released in theaters and people going out to the theaters. I mean, how many Crunchyroll movies were in the top five this year in the box office? Yeah, um, whenever those come out, we're always kind of like, hey, look at this. That one, what was the the Demon Slayer train movie? Mugen Train. Yeah, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. that was real big. Um, but that starts next month, September through February. Uh, one movie a month kind of a thing. Very cool, very yeah. cool. Uh, let's see other news that I had looked at. Um, do you have some? You've got you've got the paper out there. Yeah, man. Um, Dune is Dune Two is another one that got delayed. Mm-hmm. Um, but oh. 
Denis Villeneuve had an interview with Empire, and he says he wants to make a third one, uh, and it looks like they're kind of leaning towards it. He wants to do Dune Messiah to continue or finish out the story of Paul Atreides, because I guess Messiah is the one, that's like the last book about Paul, right? Mm -hmm. And then it's like Children of Dune or whatever, and it's all like in the future yeah, if you from finished that. out the Paul storyline that's a good series of movies right there you're you can you can pause but then doesn't he have like shitty kids and then they they like they conjoin with the worms and they become like weird worm emperors themselves and stuff like that well at a, at like, a certain point all science fiction spirals out of out of, out of control and you, you just stop at the first few kind of like Ender's game just stop at the first couple and you're like this is a great series the rest no thank you mm. and then um of course, Barbie. Top grossing film that Warner Brothers has ever made, ever. The Barbanot. Yep. Better. Cannot be stopped. Made more money than Harry Potter. Them's big words. Yep. You know? Um, but will it start as big of a lasting cultural movement? I mean, Barbie was already a cultural movement. I, I, I haven't done my research to see if the success like these toy companies want if the success of this movie has also translated into merchandising because that's really the secret sauce that's what they want that's why harry potter became so big is because every kid i mean i have a fucking sorting hat right there hanging on the wall um off camera you know oh there's there okay there's a there's a wand right uh, yeah there. i got like, my elder wand it's, up there, it's yeah. right there you know that's the stuff that that the uh, that keeps these franchises forever. And you know, I want to I want to look at the data to see if Barbie toys have been going out the out the waz. Well, thanks to the its, its movie success, starting in uh, September twenty second, uh, for one week they'll it'll have a special run in IMAX theater with added footage, uh, which right now is confirmed to be a blooper uh, reel post post screen uh, post credit. Um, scenes, but also apparently there was a fart opera scene that was cut from the movie, and uh, oh, what's her face? Greta Gerwig says that she uh, might find a way to put it back into the movie. The fart opera. For At this point, I'm pretty sure week. if Greta Gerwig wanted to do anything, uh, the studio would be like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you want to re-release? We'll put it, sure. You'd be, do whatever. Let's go. Yeah, so make sure September 22nd and the week following your at the IMAX to watch the Barbie fart opera. That's a real thing. Are they Canadians? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Terrence Phillip. Uh, let's see. Al uh, on Twitch says, as the great yogurt said in Spaceballs, merchandising, merchandising, merchandising. It's true. It's true. Uh, Vince over on Twitch, he he mentioned uh, a link that was posted in our Discord, which if you don't follow us um, on our Discord, you can get into the chat all week long. Uh, fans of the show, everybody is talking about stuff. He posted a link about the Barbie studio saying that Barbie won the box office and then the Gran Turismo studio said that they won, uh, counting all that pre-release money because it seemed like it was out in theaters for two weeks before it ever got in the official release. Yeah. yeah. I, I read that that gave them just over $5 million in its uh, pre two weeks of pre-showings. They're like 5.2 or 5.4 that added into it. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, everything I saw said that Gran Turismo was the winner, but it was only like $17.5 million or something like that. I mean, um, we'll see later in the show, but uh, f at least five of that is from the two weeks of, uh, yeah, pre showings that they did. Kind of like when D&D &D came out and it had 
a month of like secret That's on streaming shows. now. I want to watch that movie again. I did see that it moved off of, what was it, Paramount Plus mm-hmm. or uh, Peacock One, whichever one it was uh, streaming on, and it's available on uh, a different streaming service now. I want to watch that movie again. It was a lot of fun. It was a good one. Um, let's see here. All right. Do you have any more news? Because we didn't see any new movies. We have a lot. Yeah, dude. I, just space. I got a lot more. Uh, we'll get the sad news out of the way since we didn't at the top Dead of the show. Dead people. Do, 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 do. Over the weekend. Is that like a new segment that it we could, need to do? Like Dead be. people. Yeah, yeah just do it like a It's Always Sunny video <laughs> clip where it's just very tasteless and poorly uh, edited in. Uh, Bob Barker passed away this weekend. He was 99 years old. The, 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 the best internet joke going around right now about Bob Barker's death is that it was really good to see that Bob Barker went as close to 100 as he could without going over. And... Wow. Wow. <laughs> um, so, and of course he has Did his... you know Mark Landry was on Price is Right? No. Did you see on his story? I don't. I, I don't think it's still there. But uh, our our buddy posted on uh, Bob Barker's you know death day and was like R.I.P. Bob and it was of him winning and getting up onto the Price Is Right and uh, yeah I had no idea our buddy Mark was on Price Is Right when he Where was like he, post a, he was like a teenager it was on his Instagram story oh I don't use Instagram I'm a, I'm like what the heck dude how did I never know that you were on yeah it? how did I not know that's funny I have a friend now that was I need on to Pri- see him on TV because if anyone's a character <laughs> worthy of being on daytime TV it's, yeah well it's Mark Landry who is appropriate to be on daytime TV and the other person that I personally know from this town that was on. Uh, was Raymond Raymond Burks? He was oh, on the course. wheel Wheel of Fortune. He would have to be. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's his yeah. love and his life, yeah. dude. Raymond loves daytime. He TV. does love daytime. Dude, if y'all want to know anything about soap operas or whatever, that's Ra- your boy. Raymond's your guy for that. Uh, but in in the world of of wrestling, uh, we lost Bray Wyatt unexpectedly. He's our age, and he just died out of nowhere. That um, sucks. But also we lost... Well, wrestling's a hard job. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we lost Terry Funk, uh, who was in... Uh, we were talking about it before the show, uh, on the little on the pre-show there. He was in Roadhouse. Uh, and while he wasn't one of the big characters in that, every time I watch Roadhouse, like, I'm always like, Terry Funk. Terry Funk. Yeah. Except for when he beats up Wade. I'm like, oh, damn you, Terry Funk. He did kick Wade's ass. Everyone did. Wade was old, man. He wasn't supposed to be there fighting. And he had he was, that bum knee. That he yeah, was he was there to support Dolph. Oh, Mark Landry is in the con. He's watching YouTube right now, and he goes, "It's true. I'm famous." Yeah. Is that is that clip on YouTube? Can we link to it? Can we put it in the the the, the chat? Oh my God, I would love I would love that. Actually, put it in, the, and I will I will use my magic TV box, and because uh, I've got a I've got a the magic TV box. And I can show the clip to the world. Yeah, you're inter- you're you're famous. I do need to see it. Uh, Dina said that Bray Wyatt had a heart condition. It, it was unexpected because he had been out for health issues. But his dad, famous wrestler uh, Erwin R. Scheister, uh, IRS, uh, had said that he was better and coming back to wrestling, and he was expected back like within the week. Uh, and then, uh, of course, he had to call Triple H and say that Bray unexpectedly had passed away. So. Uh, yeah, Landry's right. It's probably a violation of CBS copyright. Not if so. I play like a little bit. No, dude. Uh, Drew Carey will get us. Um, <laughs> other things in the news uh, was trailers, man. All of the trailers. Um, we got uh, the Expendables 4 Red Band trailer. Have you seen this? No. Hang on. One. 
I just got a got a, a link. One of our viewers was like, "Here's a link." Yeah, and nice. he just he just did the the driving speaker box Version Rick Roll, Rick Roll. A, equivalent, which is send us all a link to the fucking buttercream gang. It's a good movie, man. We're telling you, God, you got it. someone on either side of you that tells you the buttercream gang's good. Um, Do you love the buttercream gang? I don't know about love it, but I grew up watching it. It's good. Okay, it's, it's ingrained. Good. It's ingrained. Um. Oh, dude, Terry Funk was in Over the Top. I forgot about that. Um, That's right, he was. Expendables 4 Red Band trailer came out, and they're like, everyone wanted it, and everyone asked for it. We want blood and guts. Well, here it is. And it was just a trailer of everyone getting, like, stabbed and blown up, and, and, like, Jason Statham going down on Megan Fox, which was really awkward. And then it ended... Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And then it ended with a picture of uh, Megan Fox in lingerie with her her toe thumbs all over Jason Statham. (laughs) I was like, why did they pair those two? I don't I don't get it, but I didn't need to see your toe thumbs on my on my guy there. Um, and then Jason Statham got top billing. And are you, are you looking up for toe thumbs? Well, because now I now it's I have real. it's a real thing. I now have the ability. It's, it's I can, real. I can do it. Hang on, we can. Any anyhow, um, go. Where's the? Yeah. Where's the? Hang on, um, hang on. Let me pull off of this ads thing. It's oh crap. Ad, it's ad blocked. Dang it. Like, yeah, it's right there. You like, they're weird. Yeah. They're big so, and weird. So anyhow, uh, Jason Statham actually got top billing in the movie above Stallone. So I wonder how he did that. And then it has like one of the best, worst taglines. It goes, they'll die when they're dead. Uh, well, I mean, yeah. I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> I'd buy that for a dollar. Um, You'll die when you're dead. Yeah. There was also a trailer released for uh, John Cena's new movie with Christian Slater. And uh, Allison Brie. You uh, know I secretly really like Christian Slater. Dude, have you ever seen Broken Arrow? Have you ever seen anything he's ever done? <laughs> like, and I and I love that Christian Slater. Uh, you know, had that kind of resurgence there for a while with uh, uh, the Mr. Robot show. He was so good in that as well. Because everybody oh, yeah. remembers young Christian. You were Slater. big into that. Yeah. Oh, Mr. Robot was great. Uh, it's a movie called Freelance. John Cena's like this. Um, security detail for Allison Brie who's a reporter and they're going into like this country that's basically a war zone and then John Cena gets to be a badass it's like an action comedy it actually doesn't look too bad um, and then uh, the Rebel Moon teaser trailer came out following the 16 second teaser that was released and Netflix is not saying this is the official trailer they call it a teaser trailer uh, did you watch it? I did not. Oh yeah it's not as exciting as everyone makes it sound like it is. Um, I mean, basically, you get to see swords that have a little bit of light and some smoke coming off of them. Uh, there's blue ones and there's red ones, and it's definitely not Star Wars. Um, and then that just spawned a bunch of like Zack Snyder interviews and people being like, it's Star Wars, but people do sex in it, and like people get murdered, and it's like for adults. But they did announce in this trailer... That part one is coming out in December of this year, December 22nd, and then part two is scheduled for April 19th. So either we're getting two films or we're getting one movie that's been split into two parts and just to make you wait for four months. Well, yeah, they're going to keep us waiting for an eternity. The the thing that was so funny to me is in this trailer, it has uh, uh, Jamon Honsu in it. And he's Who's just in everything. He's in everything. And he's just doing the most like Jamon Honsu thing, which is going... 
<laughs> he's either being super, super serious or jumping the biggest shark pot there he is. Yeah. Oh. It's just him yelling. Like, he's always doing, like, that scream thing, like, uh, from the Blood Diamond trailer, mm-hmm. where he just, like, screams, and then every trailer is just him yelling. You get to see that quite a bit. Um, there was also a trailer for a movie called Foe that was released with Saoirse Ronan. Have you seen that trailer? I did not see Dude, it. it's like, not, I've been, I'm sorry guys, I've been a really bad host this past week. It's like a super creepy um, sci-fi movie thing where uh, she's married to this dude and this guy comes and he's like, I got a proposition for you guys. You get to go to space, but only you. And it's her husband. And he's like, you got to leave her, but in your absence, we'll make a android that looks just like you for her to like hang out and bang on or whatever. And they're like, oh. okay, science. And they're like, I don't know if I like this idea. And the rest of the trailer is just like her having freak outs and like slapping this guy or whatever. Uh, it looks cool. It's like a freaky sci-fi thing. Uh, there was also the trailer for the Marsh King's daughter, uh, which is with Daisy Ridley doing mm-hmm. an American accent kind of, um, where it turns out that her dad is like this, like, kidnapper guy that held this woman in a cabin and like did things to her that created a daughter from that woman and he's just a really bad person and he prison escapes and she's like he's coming for me because i'm his kid or whatever and her like dumbass husband is like oh well let's just hang out here there's no way he'd come kill us and then that's exactly what he comes to do yeah and then um there was a sick trailer for a warhammer series which one Pariah Nexus. I read about it. I didn't see the trailer. It's like Necrons coming into Imperium territory, but they're like, it doesn't show you in the trailer, but it kind of gives you the teases. They're implanting, they're putting their souls into the humans. That's what Necrons do. That is what Necrons do because they want their flesh back. And uh, you see these like... This is when you need um, a wee button for both of you guys. (laughs) There's nothing weeby about 40k. Or just dorks. (laughs) No, man. Uh, but but it's like the... No, there's nothing nerdy about it. Dude, it's it's in the Straight grim... Straight white guy button. In the grim, dark future, there is only war. Uh, but these... Ne- and they, the Astra Militarum's like, I don't feel good about killing our own. And they're like, they're not our own anymore. But you get Space Marines. You get Adeptus Sororitas. You get Necrons. You get the Astra Militarum. Pariah Nexus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks sick. Um, so if you have Warhammer TV... That's something to look wait, out th- for. Wait, you did tell me about this on another show that Warhammer TV is like a thing. Like, I will say this. Warhammer's super nerdy, guys. Like, no. It, How is Warhammer nerdy? Oh, uh, it's nerdy. It's an expensive model building hey, hobby. I'm not throwing shade. I'm just saying Where it's you paint miniatures and play an overcomplicated, overly lord game involving dice and it's like Settlers of Catan. The, the Grandma's game, Basement. The game is only part of it, though. There's movies. There's infinite novels. There's video games out the wazoo. Yes. I mean, I like Halo, and I'd call myself a nerd. For uh, Halo fucks hard. There's nothing nerdy about well, Master Chief. Well, what I'm Chief. saying is, <laughs> with, with all of that said, there is a lot of really cool lore in Warhammer that is just now starting to get unearthed and consumed. But, like, to me, I don't necessarily like playing Warhammer. But the world building of Warhammer is really freaking cool. Dude, that's like, why it's a hobby. It's not a game. It There's is so much more to it. It's a lifestyle, bro. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it is once you start getting into it. But but the cool thing about it is like, you know, it is all the cool sci-fi that you kind of wish that you had movies 
and games and books about and you're like all these crazy stories that are dark and gritty and not happy um warhammer is kind of cool the game's pretty fucking dweeby no nah, um, well the it, game might be <laughs> but the thing about this is we're never going to get a robocop versus terminator movie and this is the closest thing you're gonna get but we are getting space marines versus necrons which is pretty freaking close pretty close and admittedly space marines are cooler i mean did you ever play starcraft starcraft is just kind of like a twist on warhammer before everybody knew what warhammer was starcraft started as a 40k video game and something happened with the rights and they lost starcraft so they turned it into starcraft i'm gonna need my own set of buttons for next week (laughs) yeah that's why almost every letter in starcraft uh you know was like the warcraft which is the whole warhammer thing and starcraft is cool Raise your hand if you played StarCraft and Warcraft. Anyone? Anyone? My hand is not up. Oh, geez. It's really good. See, Adam on YouTube said StarCraft claps. It does. It was like the one of the world's best-selling video games for decades. Yeah. Well, anyhow, the, the Pariah Nexus series looks like it's going to be sick. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Um, okay, well, uh, there's, there's <laughs> fucking nerd news. <laughs> Uh, dude, we're here. Guys, Warhammer! Oh my, oh my oh, man! It's dude, gonna be so cool! We're here to talk about movies and video. And we're this is what you do. Movies and TV. This is what you signed up for. We'll get you some buttons. Like back in the day, the other, the, the previous producer had a soundboard. Okay. And like, that was a little distracting. But. Let's take everything nerdy out of our news. There goes Ghost in the Shell. There goes Dune. There goes your anime in theaters. There goes the Warhammer thing. There goes Rebel Moon. There goes uh, Godzilla vs. King Kong 2, which got pushed from March to April nerdy next year. Show. Uh, the DCU. Hey, here's hey, something. Hey, let's talk about some football. Yeah, that's not what we're here to do. Uh, there was one last bit of news, which is someone asked uh, about DCU and how it's being done, if there's a timeline for it, like Marvel. And it was tweeted out by old dude in charge DC. What's his name? In charge of DC right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, soundtrack, the movie guy, white hair, James Gunn. James, oh, yeah. uh, James Gunn tweeted out, he said, yes, there's a timeline for it. It's as follows. You'll get it right here. He said, number one, Creature Commandos. Number two, Superman Legacy. And then number three, nothing else is finished being written and will not be because of the writer's strike. So, so far... They just need to do Constantine 2. But what that's saying is that right now... Gal Gadot's full of horse shit because that's not part of it. Aquaman 2 is not yet being considered part of the DCU, uh, not the DCEU. So Aquaman 2 might still be old DC. He's not sure of it yet. And he's not considering Blue Beetle part of the new DCU. So the timeline only includes Superman Legacy and Creature Commandos. But since Creature Commandos the is... fuck is Creature Commandos? Frankenstein, Werewolf, Medusa, and a vampire fighting in How World do War I II. not know about Creature Commandos? That is like the most targeted you content. You don't know about it? I, I'm not a huge nerd. Dude, there's nothing nerdy about it. They teamed up with Sergeant Rock and they would fuck up Nazis. Like Sergeant Rock and the Creature Commandos is Bro, super badass World War II. You just II. said Frankenstein? Yep. Frankenstein's Wolfman. monster. Wolfman. Uh, a vampire and... And a uh, Gorgon? Mm-hmm. And then there's like a regular person part of the team. That sounds like the absolute coolest thing I've ever heard of in my life. Dude, they're good comics. They're pretty good. 
How did I not know about this tonight? I don't know. Have you met me? Do you know how relevant this is to my interest? DC's Frankenstein's Frank- monsters and 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 Wolfman like yeah. rolling together like buddy. They haven't had a buddy up that cool since the 1930s. DC's Frankenstein is pretty cool. Uh, I'm pretty sure there's like an animated short of. Uh, Please, it's like I Frankenstein. Blah. That movie was so bad. It had a dumb title, for sure. And it had a dumb everything else. It was a freaking terrible movie. It wasn't that bad. All, uh, what did you think about the uh, Frankenstein movie that had... Um, it was the modern one with... Um, oh, geez. Modern Professor X and... Uh, uh, God, what was that? It was really, really good. I think it was just called Frankenstein, and it was really, really great. Um, I, I'll think of it while you talk about stuff. I mean, that was the end of my movie, movie news. <laughs> and we were taking all the nerd stuff out. So here, we're redoing the news right now. No nerds, no nothing that can be nerds. Uh, Barbie, that's girl nerd crap. And that's out of here too. So what do we have left? We got... Wait, have um, any of us seen Barbie? No. Okay. Uh, it was called Victor Frankenstein. Expendable 4 trailer, Red Band came out. Freelance uh, trailer came out. Is wrestling nerdy? Because then John Cena and Allison Brie are in there. She Daniel did. Radcliffe and James McAvoy. Oh, in that's what I yeah, that I one was good. That. So good. So, so what, what, good. Allison Brie was in Glow. John Cena's a professional wrestler. That's out, dude. Freelancer can't talk about it. Uh, Foe. There we go. Foe with Saoirse Ronan. Uh, Marsh King's daughter. Nope. Daisy Ridley. That's Star Wars. That's nerd shit. Get that out of here. The one thing I have to tell you about news this week, you guys, is Expendables 4. Because we can't talk about nerd shit on this we're going to talk hey, about hey, machine hey. guns Mike, and muscles. Night Owl, she said it. We're all nerds. She we are all nerds. nerds. I'm not. <laughs> so, I mean, what, what so. Here, let me just. He said, I'm not. Let me just take Do this. you see the backdrop behind you, Jake? Let me take this Days of Thunder hat and put it on <laughs> while I grab this book. While my Paul Stanley thumb drive I was about to say, what, what's nerdy in the background here? Because right now, Aliens isn't nerdy. Um, I'm looking at Turbo. Hang on. Pauly Shore's I'm, not... That's Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's not nerdy. Are you talking Goku, about his arm Super there? Saiyan. Wait. That's not Goku. Pushing too many pencils. A in it? Oh, it's Gogeta. Oh, it's Gogeta. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we got so, Predator. Nothing nerdy about like Predator. Thanks, vaccinations. Um, so Nothing this, nerdy about Ghostbusters? This is what... <laughs> this is what Vince wants. Vince... If Vince had his way with the show, I'd pull up this. We would be talking about the 1954 film La Strada, or The Road. Uh, it's uh, it's one of Federico Fellini's fourth film, and is one that made international reputation, starring Anthony Quinn as Zampano and the Strongman, and the director's wife, Giulietta Messina, okay, the wife, um, Giuliana. This what? is what the show turns into when you don't watch a movie to review. <laughs> no, oh, well, I, I watched Vacation chaos. Friends, too. I have I've, a movie oh. to review. Or Spartacus gotcha. from 1960. Seen it. Like, this book of the thousand movies before you die, one of the reasons that I have this book here on my shelf is because I've seen almost all of these movies. I mean, and we've talked before on the show and, and how we used to do when we were on radio and did the music and got real. No, it's great. More technical it. about it. We can tell you about cinematography. We can tell you that not every direction that a, cam- a camera moves is called a pan. We, yeah, we can tilts, there's booms. There's we can do nothing but talking about... The, the behind the scenes of how mm-hmm. boom operators and, and oh, grips Badlands. And, and all of these that's things a really work. good movie. But that's the not fun. It's not fun. Oh, Sweet Sweetbacks, Badass Song. We were just talking about Black History Month, uh, February show where we talk about black exploitation f- cinema. That's a good movie. I've seen it. Uh, Clockwork Orange. Everybody's seen that one. 
No. Uh, the Wild Bunch, 1969. If you hadn't seen that, that's a Western. Check it out. It's good. Uh, I mean, Wild Bunch is good. <laughs> oh, dude. Yes, yeah, new Touch of Zen. If you've not seen that, 1969, fantastic movie. Um, you know, it's Mandarin. But, um, the dude, there's... <laughs> this will be an episode. It's just... Cool Hand Luke, 1967. Bo going through the movie backward. Yeah, well, well, he eats like... Uh, so I tried to do, in Cool Hand Luke, there was a, a scene where he tried to eat, like, I think it was like 100 hard-boiled eggs. And me and my friend Clinton, back in... Um, our early days of college, like he gets arrested because he's like gets drunk and he goes and clips off a whole bunch of like um, pe- parking meters, right? And he, he takes all the money out. But in in uh, he gets drunk and he tries to eat a uh, uh, hundred hard boiled eggs, and we tried to do sixty, and my friend Clinton did it oh, just because we no. saw a cool hand Luke. I would throw up. And then and then uh, Newman used the money he made from that movie to make Ex- ranch dressing. Well, and it's it's a, for non-profit. It's for a good a, a, a good uh, cause. No shit, Newman's own oh, dressing. Oh, the Manchurian is pretty Candidate, good. 1962, been remade in the 90s with Denzel Washington, which it's is a real. It's been a, remade a handful of times. But that's a good one. Yeah, but it's not always been called that. Some of that's the remakes good. have different. Uh, to Kill a Mockingbird, 1962. Everybody knows that one. It's actually about to be at the Walton Arts Center. Here and if you see. flip a couple see, pages back. Uh, uh, the, the Lady Killers from 1955, also remade with Tom Hanks, which is another pretty good one and turned it into a pretty good comedy. My favorite movie in here is Buttercream Gang. Get that's, out of here with this movie. shit. Is it a movie? Buttercream, Buttercream Gang, Gang is a movie. Yeah. Yeah. That Days of Thunder hat is exhaustingly sweaty. Well, it's a feature-length movie okay, about friends and one of their buddies moves to Chicago and joins like a gang. That movie. I, the butter- <laughs> I told you, it's so good. But if you get past the name of the movie, that's true. Well, so the point I'm I'm not saying this to mock you, Vince. I'm saying this that that occasionally we need to show that we do actually know what the fuck we're talking about, and I know that's that we true. get lost in the sauce sometimes, talking about insane crap. I'm turning on the fan; like it is so hot in here. <laughs> I'm sweating like my life away. So if you hear this on the podcast, the then, AC is on. Then a sealed copy of Buttercream Gang. Wow, you probably scored a big sell on that one. I mean, I I bought a game today that's apparently ninety dollars on eBay. Oh, she, she just came across what was uh, Twilight Princess on on Wii. She's she never played that game. Which they need to re-release for oh. Switch. If you ask Twilight me. Princess goes for ninety bucks on eBay. I yeah, dog, I'm selling my copy tomorrow. <laughs> that game blows. No, butthole. it does not. It's a remake of Ocarina of Time, and I'll dig out the Ocarina Nintendo of Time Power. Sucks. Ocarina of Time is the titties. What are you talking Everybody about? Everybody has square hands. Like <laughs> it's the second know. best Zelda after Link to the Past, bro. Story-wise, maybe, but the fucking gra- I have I can't the do Nintendo that. Power it's the graphics. I have the Nintendo me. Power where they talk to the no. fifth director of the game on twilight princess where they just couldn't get that game working but and he comes in if they re-released it on switch it'd be goaded better than tears of the kingdom Loki. well because it's Go not ahead. a survival bullshit game with a zelda skin exactly. on it it's a real <laughs> zelda game exactly. uh at least it's a real zelda game but friggin twilight princess the, the guy goes when they brought me in i go you know what i don't know what i'm doing so why don't we just remake something so we remade ocarina and called it twilight princess there's a wolf in it you're welcome <laughs> But We're you know all what? Out right now. Twilight Princess was the tits because if you did this with your Wiimote, <laughs> Link would do that. And it was the exactly. first game where you got to run and swing your sword at the same time. Dude. You got to run and hack for rupees at the same time. You didn't have to stop and go. Can you not go, do that in. Uh, every other Zelda game, you stop when you swing you, your sword. Have you played the new. the two? No, dude, I don't have a Nintendo. I'm not a okay. nerd. Wow. 
Alright. Whoa. Dude, I have a Series X and a PS5 disc edition. I have a Series X and I have a Nintendo Switch, so uh, let's go. Come over let's and play Let's play it. some real video games. <laughs> Did, I can't we can play, play Halo tomorrow. Dude, Switch control. Oh, yeah, okay. You can get a Switch controller that's not the little handles. I'll re-download the Master Chief Collection if someone will play Halo it. with me. I have it right now. Sick. Let's play Reach. Reach is the tits. Dude, I'm reading. Uh, I'm just reading about you the Satyricon. Do you want to play the story? Okay, never mind. Uh, we'll yeah, talk about dude, this later. Reach. Uh, <laughs> if you want, they should. Halo Reach is the best story <laughs> ever. It's so good. Noble Six is so, my boy. So, so Al Topich says this episode has evolved in the chaos. And hey, and, but it's, it's because okay. we didn't see We're a movie to review. Fun. I did. I watched Vacation Friends too. I need a camera. What the hell is Vacation Friends 2? It's the sequel to Vacation Friends starring Lil Rel and or Lil Rel and John Cena. Not gonna lie, I haven't seen it. But the first one's not bad. I reviewed it on the show what last year or the year before? When John the first one Cena. Came out. I just yeah. don't I have a problem with John Cena. Why? John because Cena's he's cool. An I feel like he's balding. Life. They never show him from the back, and I feel like he's not an going here. to who? To his fans. The man that's done more Make-A-Wishes than anyone in history ever? That's yeah. a cover-up, dude. He's he's kind of a dick. I've never heard that John Cena's a butthole That's literally man. all I've heard about John Cena. Really? Yes. Seems like a as cool. well as Nobody likes his, him. like, co-stars, they all think he's Oh, a dick. hey, you know I've what? I've never heard anything bad about I, him. I was just flipping through the book of Thousand Movies to See Before You Die, <laughs> and it says Star Wars Episode Five: The Empire Strikes Back. That's the best yeah. one. Right, the best, the best one. one. Okay, so um, for those of you that didn't know... Uh, maybe we should do a giveaway. Uh, hang on. When is that? Just wait. You'll. There's going to be prizes. This shows um, what happens when the writers on strike. Yeah, this is a writer strike. <laughs> yeah, so um, let's see. September eighth. Do we have time? Notes. Okay. I'll September third. September eighth. September fourth. Okay. So next week is September fourth. Uh, we're going. We're going to do a giveaway. If you guys are interested, put it in the comments. Um, mm-hmm. producer, you have a job right now to, okay. to, to log who all wants an entry into the, the contest. Cool. I have seats to give away at the AMP that's here in Northwest Arkansas on September 8th. That's a Friday. The oh, Symphony of Northwest Arkansas is performing the score to Empire Strikes Back oh in its entirety. the movie. Right. As they're you playing watch the them, whole movie. They're playing the whole movie, yeah. but they've removed the score and the orchestra's playing the score. Mm. And um yeah, I've got I've got I've got oh. a bank of seats. I've got several seats and uh How big is the screen gonna be when they show the bounty hunters? No disintegrations. Yeah, no no disintegrations. So if you want an entry into the contest Oh my god, so uh so it looks like Knight Alishley wants in, and Druid wants in, Al Topich wants in um, and then next, Dude, Al's gonna next week travel up here to do that. You know, uh, make sure you you you, you throw us a, a a like or a follow on uh, Twitch or whatever, and we can keep track of you. Or jump into the Discord or whatever, and we can keep track of you. But I have some tickets to give away, and I will give those away next Monday. Hey, that sounds awesome. Uh, you know what? Talking about the amp and local reminder that the Monday after next, I won't hmm. be here. I forgot that this mug had just all rum in it. Sorry. Are you going to be here on the 11th? Uh, the 11th of what? September. Probably. Maybe. That's because nine, that's 9-11. Tenacious D. Oh, well, of course I'm, because I have tickets to that. Well, then we're Wait, not no. going to be here on the 11th. We're not going to yeah, be here yeah, on, yeah. on September 11th. Yeah. No, we'll be in Tenacious D. 
Dallas. We're going to, no, it's here. It's here. And then what? we're going to a show Wednesday in Dallas. Y'all are seeing Tenacious D twice? No. no. We're seeing um, Tangerine, Dream. Tangerine Dream. I don't know what that is. They've done a many a fine film score. Say, yeah, oops, all rum. Uh, Al Topich will be on at the D in the 11th. Producer show. <laughs> hey. Yeah. At some point, we do need to talk about the movie Studio? that I watched so that we can then talk about the roundup. Oh, we got it. Well, we've still got 15 minutes. Uh, let me get all these entries into the contest well, really quick. I have four people currently. Is there anybody <clears throat> else? Uh, let's see. So we had Android, Night Alishley, Al Topish. Um, I mean, Vince isn't close. Is Vince is in yeah. Chicago. He doesn't count. Um, <laughs> unless you <laughs> want to travel down. Yeah, come yeah, down here, man. Yeah. Then we can have dinner with him. That's right. We can offer him the I, finest room temperature fish. Say, yeah, I feel, I feel like he won't murder jealous. us. Uh, let's see here. Can I get a ride from Little Rock, says Velvet What do you Santa. mean everyone else is going to get jealous? I've had beers with most of these people. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Catch the pre-show. Let's see. The D is yeah, on. Yeah, I've hung out with Night Alishly. So. Adam, Adam, Adam on YouTube says he's going to go see Steve. Steve Aoki is playing in town? Yes. Did you not see that? No. Is that at JJ's Live or something? Uh, I can't remember, but I did see it. You know, I met Steve Aoki once. Under which you've name? You've met a lot of people. Though. Yeah. I'm surprised that you fucking met. He's so. pretty. He's a pretty cool dude. Uh, I didn't know it was him. Just like when I hung out I with know. Diplo and he tried to give me his mixtape a bunch of times. I'm like, dude, I don't want your fucking mixtape. <laughs> and it was Diplo and I didn't realize did you it. you do the same thing with Snoop Dogg? Like, who the fuck are you? No, <laughs> I, did, I didn't get to hang out with Snoop Dogg, but I did take photos of Snoop Dogg the first time he came. Like when to, you went through Kane's drive-thru oh and he handed you your yeah. food and you're like, uh, where's Stephanie? She's she's <laughs> the person that normally hands uh, me my chickens. I'm, I'm honestly sad Dina won't be here because... That'd be a good time. Yeah. Okay, so I think those are our four entries right now. Uh, we'll we'll do a couple more entries uh, on Discord if you want to get in there, get some entries in uh, in the comments in the chat, and then we'll give them away at the end of the show next week. So yeah, there we go. Uh, vaccination says there was a time we did Pretty Lights at the Gypsy LOA. That I, yeah, I opened for Pretty Lights once when he played at the Amp. That was um. And then uh, what you played at the Amp? Yeah, I played at the Amp like once. Your DJ uh, twice. Yeah. And then um, there was another. What was it? Uh, was junk. It? Was it junk? Yeah, Junkie XL, who now does all these film scores. Was it the amp where I, it is now, or when it was at the mall? Uh, one of each. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I did the old amp, and then I played at new amp. I liked mall amp better. You should DJ again. I know. I don't have time for that stuff. Uh, but vaccinations. If that's who I think it is, which I think that's I'm Drew. Sure I know if it's Drew, um, then then he knows. Mm-hmm. He's 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 he's. Yeah, Junkie yeah, XL, yep. we did it at George's. No, it was actually at, um, it was bef- Froggy's, maybe, before it was, Junkie XL was at the Froggy's, or I can't remember what it was called, but, um, <laughs> yeah, I figured it was, and it was Mixmaster Mike, which I, but I did an opening set for that, and also Tommy Sunshine, those were both at George's. Oh, good times, good times. Anyway, sorry guys, just, this is not a music show, this is a movie show, but, those are some it could be both. It could be both. It's like Hastings, your entertainment podcast. This, this used to be a music movie show. It was. That's or why a mo- I get movie music. That's show. why I get so geeked out on music. Oh, and the Crystal Method show. What is that? So Crystal Method was a band Uh-oh. in the late nineties, early two thousands. We got we got fifteen minutes. This is this no, is like 13, me taking a 12, time to talk 12. about a, a Hindi film. Um, wow! You, know, you watch Hindi films? 
No, this is like when Jake takes 20 minutes to talk oh, about like superstar The only Rajni. reason I do is because I get I get interrupted in the middle of every one of my Indian movie reviews. And actually, there was a really cool like um, Malayam, Malayalam movie that I was out them, and I almost went yesterday. Have you watched any of them? You would like them if you I watched them. I tried to watch one and it was painful for me. And maybe I watched the wrong one. Watch watch Bahubali and it'll resolve Bahubali's, itself. Bahubali is kind of good. Yeah. Anyway, so what I was saying was uh, Crystal Method uh, is a big beat was the kind of a genre that came out of the late 90s, early 2000s. It was one of the pioneering genres that got electronic music kind of popular with uh, American Utes. Uh, in the day, it was a crossover genre. Uh, bands like uh, Crystal Method, The Prodigy, Fat Boy Slim, all, all those things. It was, mm-hmm. it was like that, that big late 90s, early 2000s wave of electronic music. Um, the good shit. Yeah, and Mark Langer's like, who doesn't know Crystal Method? And also Bahu and, and, Bali. And they used one of their most favorite, uh, famous songs, <laughs> used a clip from The Dark Crystal. And was like, then the power of their source, the crystal. And yeah, it's, it's Was good. it Crystal Method or Aphex Twins that did the uh, theme for Bones? It was Crystal Method. Mm-hmm. Um, they, had, well, they did the theme for Bones. Speaking of Aphex Twin, Richard bones. D. James, uh, there's some yeah, new the content out there. There's a new album he's got. It's on vinyl. The theme song is Crystal Method pretty good richard d james everybody knows richard d james now no i don't we will teach you um anyway review a movie (laughs) yeah hey that's what we're here for (laughs) so the the movie that i watched this week since uh there was nothing really thrilling in the theaters um the only thing that was really new in theaters worth watching was uh gran turismo but i know the the true story seemed boring. I didn't want to sit through it, and I was busy and didn't feel good this weekend. There was also a Malayalam movie, like I said. I really wanted to watch it, but the last showing was at a time where I was definitely going to fall asleep and be discovered hours later in the theater when they opened in the morning. <laughs> uh, so uh, it, what I chose to do instead was watch the new Hulu movie Vacation Friends 2, and partly because I also already watched the first one and reviewed it for you guys. Um this one is just kind of a twist on the first one, which is instead of um, it being Lil Rel's, um, him getting engaged, married, and trying to impress her family, instead now it's John Cena uh, and his wife, and they're trying to impress his dad, played by Steve uh, Buscemi, 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 however it's supposed to be. It's my favorite to, appetizer in an Italian restaurant. Just, um, can I get some Buscemi? But uh, he's trying to impress him because he has recently uh, left prison and come to join this family vacation uh, to see his daughter. Uh, but of course, Lorel's in the middle of a big business presentation, and he's trying to impress the people at this uh, Caribbean resort so that he can construct their next five-star hotel and make millions and millions of dollars. Uh, and then weird uh, alcohol-induced uh, shenanigans and, and crime uh, occurs that they all have to make it through because they are vacation friends. It's not as solid as the first one. Uh, the first one was definitely more of like a, um, you know, drug comedy uh, fun movie. Uh, this one didn't quite have the same... Um, mojo that the first one had but it's not bad. sequels never do yeah it's it's okay they just it, it didn't have all of the elements that made the first one a you know more watchable movie it's definitely something you can put on just to have a movie to watch um sitting around you could probably talk through half of it you're not going to miss anything it's all laid out um 
pretty plain and and everything you would need to know can be condensed into like five minutes uh the rest of it's all just kind of fluff about how they're all kind of getting in trouble i think really what it is is that they tried to give everyone like uh um you know them getting in trouble there's no straight man in the group kind of a thing you know like everyone did something where they were drunk or stupid or fell into something dumb um and and that kind of took it away from it but it, it was still overall not a bad movie especially for like a straight to streaming uh free to watch kind of a thing so it's out there it's on hulu um you can watch it whenever you want to um there you go do you guys hulu do you guys I, like vacation friends I mean, right now, uh, Hulu's not uh, the worst thing, right? It's part of the Disney Plus bundle, but those prices are going up soon, or they already did. I don't know. They raise them, and then they don't tell you. And then Not Alishly says it sounds low-key like The Hangover. Kind of. A little bit. Not as extreme. Um, and and without the uh, the strong cast of that. Okay, um, no, I'm sorry. No, go for no, it. Oh, yeah, go I ahead. I was going to ask Andrew, and I'm pretty sure I know who that is. Uh, I just started watching Futurama. So, uh, Andrew, Andrew, oh, so, uh, so Android, for those of you that are not watching the live stream, uh, Android on Twitch says, I heard there's a new season of Futurama available on Hulu. Yes. Yes. It just came out uh, a couple I've, of weeks ago, right? I've not it's seen any kind of. Rick and Morty without Rick and Morty. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. No, don't say that. Rick and the Morty. new season? The Futurama no, predates Rick and Morty. Are you saying on, the new season or like I'm, no, original? I'm, I'm on the first season and it oh, subtly man. reminds me of Rick and Morty. No, but well, well, here's the thing. Rick and Morty should remind you of Futurama because it predates by a decade. But that's decade. what I mean, obviously. Yeah. I saw by Rick and Morty first. Decade. That's why I'm saying that. It's obviously, it's backwards. No, Futurama is genius. I, I like Wait Futurama until you have better. one of the episodes that makes you feel feels. No, Jake, I, I prefer Futurama. I will say that I'm there is saying. one ep- one episode of Rick and Morty, only one Which ever one? made me feel feels. The one that plays my very favorite Nine Inch Nails song. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where like Rick like sacrifices himself, uh, but it was all for douchey reasons. But Futurama will make you, it will hit you in the feels way more than you expect it to. Also, the Star Trek episode's really good. And the Slurm episode. All the Slurm uh, episodes. Oh, Which Slurm one? The one where they go to the planet? What's the blue character that they duplicate all the time? The what? blue character? The yeah. Slurm person? No, it's not. It's, I don't think it's Slurm. It's like a button. He keeps pressing it, and this blue like clone essentially pops up every time. You know oh, the me me seeks. That's me mix. Oh, you're Rick talking and yeah. Rick and Morty. Oh, I was sorry. thinking Futurama. No, I was thinking. Rick Mark Rick Landry Rick. says Jurassic Park. There is a cocktail at Pinpoint called Jurassic Park right now. There is. Um, not who says Lower Deck Decks feels like it needs to be mentioned. It feels so. Lower Decks also has um, very big Rick and Morty and a little bit of Futurama with a little Futurama peppered in. I I've watched a few episodes. I yes, I agree not. with you. But like Rick and Morty is all the grotesque parts of. Futurama. Well, one one of the things that the, one of the greatest contributions Rick and Morty gave to a population of idiots that that <laughs> like right now is an appreciation for David Cronenberg mm, and yeah, the oh. the Cronenberg episode because so many people are like, what are they talking What's about? What's a Cronenberg? What's what? a, yeah, What's and then that? 
Uh, that sauce that McDonald's had. Oh, oh, the Mulan sauce. No, no, no. It was called something else. No, it was the sweet but it, and sour. It was the Mulan sauce. Well, right. The, yeah. What was it actually called? I, sweet so it was and Szechuan sauce. Szechuan, 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 Szechuan yeah. yeah. But the 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 David Cronenberg it made a whole bunch of barely early twenty somethings like watch Videodrome, which I wish that I could have been a fly on the wall watching these people go i want to watch a david cronenberg movie and then putting in either the fly or videodrome and being like i'm scanners i'm not comfortable right now um so thank you for that rick and morty anyway well futurama is the tits futurama is the tits so good yeah i like it a lot um uh, and of course, it has Billy West, so and Billy West yeah. is the, a voice actor extraordinaire. Yeah, he's the. You ever watch Ren and Stimpy? No. Oh my gosh! Well, when you get through some John, say trauma, what you will about John K. John K. has been maybe canceled ish. I don't know, but. Ren and Stimpy is still genius. Yeah, when you get through some few drama and you have your appreciation of Billy West as a voice actor, watch Ren and Stimpy. Stimpy, you idiot! Oh, and then watch uh, Doug. Because he's Doug and he's uh, Roger. Do you know who Yuri Laurenthal is? Yuri Laurenthal. Mm-hmm. No, not that. Do I we know. have a picture? Do we have a frame of reference? Uh, Ben Ten. <laughs> oh, Ben no. Ten. I know Ben Ten. Is he was Yuri also Generator Rex? A voice. And a bunch of other people. Okay. Okay. Oh, vaccination oh, says he was Pinky Sasuke. in the Brain. Sorry. Pinky uh, Sasuke. Sasuke uh, in the English version of Naruto. Pinky okay. and the Brain. Uh, oh. Who's the voice actor from Pinky and the Brain? He's Invaders. the dude that was Donatello oh. in the original Turtles. Um, yes. And I can't remember who he is, though. Well, Vaccination also said oh, Invader Zim. Super famous. Invader Zim Guys, is one of my minutes. favorite <laughs> series. We could talk about voice actors forever. And favorite in fact, really, We really could. If you I live, <laughs> If you live in Arkansas, we have a Comic-Con coming up uh, next month in Little Rock. And then, of course, we'll have the uh, Northwest Arkansas comic-con coming up both of them are having a whole bunch of famous voice actors and little rock is getting jim cummings and i think that would be super cool to meet jim cummings in real life well and also at the end of september there's the uh podcast convention and i'm going to be at artcast 2023 september 21st so if you want to i don't know come see my dumb ass do this in front of a bunch of people i like the last artcast i did in little rock last year i made a lot of people uncomfortable and then i made them all laugh so, uh, cause this is what I do. So, yeah, you can you can check it out. I'm going to be here in Northwest Arkansas, September 21st, at the Meteor. So I don't Wait, know. Really? Yeah. Is that where you're doing the podcast thing? Mm-hmm. At the Meteor? Mm-hmm. In Bentonville. Damn. All right. Yeah. So I'll be there. You can get your tickets or RSVP or whatever the fuck. I don't know. Um, you can go to ArkansasPodcasters.org. Mm, did that. Check it out. Uh, top ten. Yeah. Jake, gotta, you want to do the thing? Gotta, yeah. All right, we got to do the box office. We're gonna Jake's gonna do the top ten box office roundup for this past weekend, August twenty fifth through twenty seventh, twenty twenty three. We're gonna give you the top ten movies in America. This is we will pepper in worldwide if we need to, but it's domestic numbers. Number, let's do number eleven because it's just bumming me out. Well, yeah, I was gonna do. I was actually going to do that, but then you scroll down a little bit, and I want to mention number thirteen, like you pointed out, Jurassic Park. Uh, 30th anniversary uh, brought in one Jurassic point, Park. I guess it's been out before. It brought in 1.7 million dollars. Not a lot, but hey, it's it's in the top 13 For being movies in 1,200 theaters. Like, I mean, <laughs> that the, the the theater average is up there with the nine and 10, 10 movie. Yeah, yeah. 
not mm-hmm. so bad. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, number 11, like we were talking about, Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, at number 11, it's only seven weeks out, $168 million in the U.S. It's done pretty good internationally. Um, it's over half a billion dollars uh, worldwide, uh, but still not what you would expect from a Mission Impossible. I think it came out at the wrong time. I think if they would have gotten it out um, a month before or after, it probably would have been a lot better. Uh, but then going into the top 10, and it's fifth week out from A24, Talk To Me brought in $2.08 million. That movie is making so much money. Yeah, $41 million here in the U.S. Uh, and then number nine, opening at number nine, The Hill, $2.3 million for that one. And another new movie, Retribution, uh, opened at number eight. That's the Liam Neeson. Uh, I've been seeing a lot of articles. No one has talked about how they did not like the movie. Everyone's just saying that they uh, think that Liam Neeson probably needs to... Uh, Get a walker? Hang it up or whatever, you know. And I guess Rotten Tomatoes don't like it. But it's one of those things. Uh, enough people like these movies. I'm sure they get their budgets back. I like watching them, honestly. Uh, they're fun. It's like, a, you know it's going to be entertaining, at least. Uh, which is more than what a lot of movies can say. Uh, Three and a half million dollars brought in by that one. And then in its second week out, coming in number seven, Strays, the Will Ferrell, Jamie Foxx. It's not good for number dogs or talking second movie. weekend. My mom saw it, and my mom, like, well, if, if any of you guys have ever met my mother, mm-hmm. if you live in Northwest Arkansas and you know me personally, if you ever go to Pinpoint, you'll know my mom. She could not stop talking about how much she loves Stray. She's like, and they bit his, bit his dick right off. It was so gross. It was hanging out of its mouth. It was so funny. I was in tears. And I'm like, okay, mom, this is clearly there is a market. Poor Will Forte. She also <laughs> loves watching gore she does yeah, yeah. so talking so dogs and gore, dick gore talking dogs and dick gore <laughs> will forte dick gore absolutely up my mother's alley yeah. so yeah Pause. i feel like will forte's <laughs> I, I feel like will forte's penis gets mutilated in <laughs> several different movies for and my mom loves it yeah you're, uh, you're right, Dina. She's a gem. Uh, Stray's brought in 4.9 million in its second week, making it 16, just shy of 16 and a half million total so far. Uh, and then coming in at number six, holding that number six spot in its fourth week out, uh, the Meg to the Trench brought in 5.1 million. Its domestic take so far 74.4, which is better than where it was kind of headed. Uh, but international, it's kicking Holy ass. Holy shit, international. 350 million for the international market. But just like you saw in the first one and this one, the movies lean very heavy into the Chinese audience. Yep. Uh, that's what they bank on, not us. So. That works out fine for them. We're not the only people with money. Yeah, and it's it's not a it's not a bad movie. I thought it was okay. It was fun. We it, we all had a really good time watching yeah, it. It's fun. Uh, and then in the in its fourth week out, a movie that you won't shut up about. Uh, coming in at number five, Ninja Turtles: Mutant Mayhem brought in seven point three million dollars. So I've been told. You need to see Nine, this movie, really Jake. Ninety nine. You have AMC A list. Oh my god! I feel like I, I'm gonna go. You're it like hypnotize you. It's just like the Star Trek episode where like put the goggles on, Wesley. Put the goggles on. <laughs> Dude, play the sex game. You, play the game that hey, makes your balls feel you good, Wesley. It and you hate it. 
that's fine. Yeah, if, okay. It'll be too late if I go see it. Here's a deal. If I go see it, I'll have the funnels and the disc, and I'll be like, and I know, I know you're the kind of person that will say you don't like it if we do a bet, and I tell you to go, and, and there's a prize involved. That's not true. You, That's no, not no, it's true. One hundred percent. No, true. you're undercutting I, my integrity. If I'm like, if you go see this movie and you don't like it, then I'll buy you the big gargantuan pretzel at your Nets movie, or a pizza, or a cocktail from the insanely overpriced bar, like no. whatever. You go, and if you hate this movie, the next movie you go see, it's like Cadillac style. I no. mean, you're gonna, you're gonna. But I know you're gonna. I'm not getting brainwashed. I know by you're this. gonna fucking love this movie. Go see this movie, Star Jake. Trek sex goggle just try movie. It. If Go. You could just walk out if you don't want to, but just try it. It'll be too late. In no, Star Trek, when they put the sex goggles onto Wesley, pizza. it's instant. And then old yeah. what's her name, dude um, Ashley I, Judd, is I'm, like, "What's wrong, Wesley? How see, come hey, we're not on our date?" Andrew, it says, "Just see it." I'm telling you, go to AMC. take off the sex goggles, everyone. <laughs> I'm telling you, Jake. Ashley Judd is gonna go on a date with you if you don't sure. get all sex goggles. I'm telling you, Jake. Go to the go to the snack bar. I've seen this. Get a pepperoni on. flatbread. Sit in the theater. Megan Fox isn't in this movie. No, you really yeah. don't have anything to worry about. Megan Fox is not in this Turtles movie. Exactly. It's yeah, true. But neither was Stephen Amell. Stephen Amell was he was cool. It's true, but it's better than the trailer. Lets it's on. it's really good. I've seen Truly, it twice because in I was theaters. Worried about it, and then I was like, oh, well, it's not that bad. It's. It's actually quite good. And I'm pretty judgmental, so. I'm holding my turtles <laughs> until the last Ronin hey, video game. you know what? Out. Support Jake. the rider strike. <laughs> there we go. Got him. <laughs> go Solid. see this movie. Support the riders. <laughs> uh, that's not how it works. I don't yeah, think. you support the movie in the theater. That's okay. how it works. You got it. Well, it's as done. far as movies I have seen. A-list, assholes. You pay for it already. Yes, I do. Uh, number four, Oppenheimer dropping from the number three spot in its sixth week out, eight point two million dollars. Past Inception brought in just shy of three hundred million in the U.S. alone. Did you see that there's a woman named Barbara Oppenheimer who voiced oh her God, opinion on the Barbenheimer thing? Yeah, look it up. Um, and then dropping from the top spot down to number three, a forty nine percent drop. I had read it's actually a sixty one percent decrease. Uh, bringing in only $12.7 million for a big, big, big budget movie. $46.3 million in the U.S. And only $82 million across the globe. Blue Beetle. Yeah. Just, there's a reason it wasn't in James Gunn's tweet as part of his new DC. It's tough. U. I mean, that's tough. I know you love that I movie. I like the movie quite a bit. Everyone else I've ever talked to about this so far. One other person. Hated it. One other person. It was dumb. Who? It was a bad what? movie. One other girl. It's a bad, slow. He What's took to the dumb? movie. What's Stupid bad? movie. It's a good movie. I'm driving the sound man crazy. Uh, just like having to hear about how I need to watch the dumbass Turtles movie. Oh Turtles was good. You like Turtles. I do like Turtles. I would not tell you to go see Blue Beetle. I'm exactly. telling you to go see Turtles. Oh, is it because they're green and he's blue? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know you were racist against green people. Whoa. No, wow. Sure not. Don't tell the now Martians. you have to prove it. Yeah, don't tell those Martians. Do I have any turtle collectibles over there? No, I have them all because Do I, I have support any? our green friends. Got 
Do I I've got any, green friends. I'm, I'm wondering if I have any turtles. You don't have any turtles because you're not a you're not a turtle. No, all fan. mine are packed away. Wow. Uh, coming in at number two, holding the number two spot, real strong. Seventeen point one million dollars brought in by Barbie. Barbie in the U.S. alone, it's made five hundred ninety-five million dollars. We talked about it earlier. One point three four billion dollars across the globe. I think it is. Um, yep, uh, which makes it the highest-grossing Warner Brothers film of all time, kicking Deathly Hallows Part Two right in the gooch, knocking it out of the way. Um, so, making Warner Brothers the big bucks, and then opening at number one, the debated number one, because it took three weeks to get this. Money. <laughs> it was like Barbie was seventeen point one, and Gran Turismo was seventeen point four, but. Here's the thing about it, and I understand why it's debated. Barbie made all that movie over the entire week, right? From Monday to Sunday. That's what it made. Gran Turismo had like two days of pre-showings and then just the weekend. So it's actually had less days to make that same amount of money. But also it's fresh, it's new, it's its first opening. Everyone's got the Barbie out of their system. As far as I'm concerned, Gran Turismo is the number one box office because who the fuck cares? It's just money. It's really part of it. Yeah, Yeah, it's like we're telling you how much money they made. It doesn't matter what order they're in. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, Gran Turismo taking the racing to the top spot. By by $300,000. Yeah. (laughs) So, there it is. Yeah, there you go. Well, that is your box office roundup for this past weekend. Uh, next weekend, we didn't we, we we didn't even talk about what's coming out this weekend. Equalizer three and oh, the Good Mothers damn. coming out. Yeah, oh my God. I need looks to see like the I'm. First two. Uh, yeah, you do. <laughs> They're so good. Rewatch them. The second one's the one where he goes to like uh, he goes to the beach, the northeast beach house, and there's like a rainstorm hurricane thing, and he kills everyone in the hurricane. Damn. It looks cool. So Equalizer 3 coming out in theaters this week. I'm sorry we didn't talk about it earlier. We got distracted. We got distracted. We, I, well, I got distracted because it's all my fault. <laughs> but anyway, uh, thanks for tuning but in. Are we not talking? Are you not going to point out that one? The Slother House? Yeah. We talked about that last week. Yeah, but it's coming out. It's coming out early, it's August thirtieth. If it's at AMC, I will make we'll use of this A list. We will go. You I'll, should go make you. You get three movies a week. Go see Turtles. No, nah, man, I'm gonna watch Equalizer three twice. Go see Ninja Turtles, you asshole. <laughs> Just go see Ice Ice Cube being the coolest. Oh my god, for real though. Yeah, I mean, come on, dude. It's it like what, even supposed to rent road trip. It's really you watch John Cena in Friendscation Five or whatever the fuck it was, and you're like, I'm not gonna go see this really good Turtles movie, which is something I dressed up as a kid and I've really been a part of. And Michelangelo's a party dude, but I'm not gonna go see this because uh, I'm gonna go see John Cena instead. Come on, yeah, we'll do. Be Boo, true, do, do. be true to yourself. Boo, boo, do, do. Okay, moving on. Do, 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 um, do. What's next? The end. The end just of the show. Just go see it and love it, and you're going to just love it. You're going to love it. You're going to like it. I'm I'll, telling you. I'll watch it at home, where if I can start feeling the effect, I can pause it. No, don't go see it at home, because <laughs> then you're supporting the evil yeah, bastards of the production studios. Google Star Trek sex goggles and see okay, what no, happens no, to Wesley not, Crusher. We're not going to do that. Um, Wesley so, Crusher sex, sex goggles? Don't. No, no, no. Um, it's like you, 9-11 right now. It's cursed. Nah, we're, Don't do it. No, it's fine. Um, <laughs> it's actually a pretty... There it is right there. That's what. That's me and those are your hands. This, 
this one right here. Hang on, let me uh, see. They're right forcibly dragging him. <laughs> this to is the us coast. taking Jake to see turtles. Yeah, and it's like Jake, Jake, sit down. But you know what? It's the two cool people. It's Worf. It's Riker. It's Jean Luc. And we're like, but it's oh, his that's, mom that's turning on him. X. And yeah, and he's just like, just here, Jake. No, I just, don't want him. I don't want the sex turtles. Just watch turtles. No, young Ashley Judd. We watch turtles. No, no. Here's turtles, and he's like, no, Jake doesn't want to watch the turtles. Dude, and they're gonna force his eyeballs Since open when could professor x walk oh my gosh no Look. that's you that's you and turtles yeah, yeah there it is beaming the turtles into my brain oh the turtle tube like, oh yeah it's a pizza Tur- going into the turtle tube and it, do and it it feels that's good that's a pizza right there okay, we've officially feel, derailed from no this all is look at it oh, this box. is the best oh, episode this is what you want you want box. me to have the pizza and the turtle tube so that i can be like oh cowabunga dude yeah no dude yeah you will love that that's gonna be you that's gonna this is all of us we love turtles you hate turtles (laughs) yeah that's all of y'all forcing me into pizza disc turtle tubes (laughs) also those funnels do look like a turtle's dick whoa google it that looks like google i don't know if i'm a fan of that google it i'm not gonna i'm not gonna google it oh oh the the video of the turtle fucking the shoe, dude. Oh, like, now there's yeah. Okay, why oh, do you someone know said what approve that is? my message? Um, Alishly, what message? I don't know. I don't. I oh wait, here I we go. I'll allow it. Message. Boom. What's it say? It says Star Trek sex goggles, but claims not to be a nerd. Uh, Star Trek is <laughs> sick, and there's <laughs> absolutely there, n- what's nerdy about next gen. Nothing. All of it. What name what one part? Were. Uh, season one through season every, the rest of them. <laughs> there's nine of them. I know I everything know, about know Next teasing. Generation. I love Next Generation. All right. Well, it guys, is. we're out of here. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, <laughs> uh, it is hot. We're going to turn the air conditioner on because we're I'm dying. shivering. Maybe I'm shivering. So, Night Owls just says best episode. We'll see you guys next week. Um, don't forget, we will be giving away those tickets to the Star Wars Symphony next week. Uh, if you want to get in that, join us on our Discord. You can find that in the link in the chat or, or wherever it is in the bottoms. Uh, don't forget to like and subscribe, Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube. You can download this wherever you download podcasts. If you want to hear the audio version of this, but I'm telling you, the video version's way better. So, uh, yeah, thanks for tuning in. As, of course, uh, always, I'm the Boom Operator. Don't let your friends put Star Trek Turtle Dick sex goggles on your face. That's the grip. And we will see you next guy time. And he's going to watch Turtles, and he's going to love it. No. So As you leave the theater, folks, please be careful. Don't let this happen to your car. Be sure to remove the speaker before you leave. If you should accidentally pull a speaker loose, please turn it in at our snack bar or box office. Thank you.